0: What is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the 5 Star Jobbers Podcast. I'm Cody. And I am the Golden Vampires' Taylor. Uh, I will say, and we're going to get into it later in the episode, that did not suit CM Punk well at all. What are you talking about, uh, man? I, no, 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 no. Golden no.
1: leotards for everyone. No,
0: no, 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 no. no. Golden <laughs> leotards for anybody, especially <laughs> CM Punk. Here's the full body suits do not work well a lot of the time. It Uh, didn't work for Kurt
1: Angle, and it most certainly didn't work for CM Punk. Well, Kurt Angle's was funny because it made him look like the thing from the Fantastic Four because he's got that big block head and no neck. True. Uh, But for CM Punk, it made him look like uh, an effeminate lesbian who went to the gym for the (laughs) first time in 10 years. Um, Yeah, it it didn't work. spinning classes are necessary at this point for real <laughs> but anyway guys thank you so much for joining
0: us on another episode here on the podcast if you're just now joining us and this is your first time listening to us welcome go back and check all of our episodes we're in t- over 20 episodes in right now and we're so excited to be a part of this and it's been a blast doing all these episodes and we've got more things coming up we've got a youtube channel that's going to be coming up soon we've got more social media handles with tiktok and if you are on social media Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Five Star Jobbers. And we also have a Gmail account if you want to email us suggestions for uh, segments or just give us your thoughts and opinions on things we've got going on on the show. Let us know. The, it's we, the respond jobbers.
1: To, we respond to comments and DMs. So exactly.
0: Reach out to us. Social media on Facebook, Instagram, and email at the Five Star Jobbers. I think, yeah. Why not? I mean, what else have you got to do? Exactly. There's nothing else to do. I mean, just do it. You got you to gotta let us know what's going on. Let us know what you think. We want to hear your guys' input on everything. We appreciate all of our listeners. Thank you so much for just sticking with us. I want to give a special shout-out to someone who's been a nonstop supporter for us and has promoted us so much and posted about our show every single week, feels like. Bill Weaver, I want to give a special shout-out to you, and thank you so much for just supporting this podcast and supporting us in our endeavor to just be able to share our passion for professional wrestling with people who may— have never gotten into professional wrestling, or maybe just are casual fans that don't really understand the behind the scenes of what goes into professional wrestling. So, Bill, thank you so much for all your support and just sharing our content with everybody. Thanks, Bill, and
1: happy belated birthday. That's right. Happy belated birthday to the Battle and Bill Weaver. Yep, so he's officially one year older than the dinosaurs today. (laughs) (laughs) You better be careful. He'll come for you. I will definitely get a chop across the chest for that one. Exactly. But... It's a great
0: week of professional wrestling. A lot of things coming up. Biggest thing that's coming up is AEW's pay-per-view at Wembley Stadium. All in. I don't know about you, but I'm excited for the matches that they've got coming up right now. It's a stat card. It is going to be a stat card. And there's more to come. So, what we thought about doing is doing what we normally do whenever there's a pay-per-view coming up this weekend. We give our predictions. And this time, we decided to up the ante. We talked about it in previous episodes, but this time... It is finally going to happen. I'm going to shave Cody's head. No, that is not happening. I'm not shaving my head. <laughs> not going to happen. Darn it. They, t- they-, they talked about this for over a week or so because I just recently got cast in a local theater production of the Adams Family musical and I'm going to be playing Uncle Fester. The director did ask me if I'm going to shave my head. I said, no, I don't think I could do that. And the wife definitely would not like that. You're going
1: to make a great Uncle Fester.
0: I'm beyond excited about it. It's going to be fun. If you're in the Tallahassee area during the first couple weeks of October, go see the show. This cast is going to be absolutely hilarious. It's going to be so much fun. But anyway. And if
1: you're going to sit next to me, we're all going to be in one area going, shave your head. Shave your head! Shave your
0: head! (laughs) I'll be wearing a bald cap. It'll look just as good, if not better. I don't know it's a bald cap of lies. (laughs) But anyway, now you made me lose track of what I was talking about. (laughs) Anyway, so we're going to up the ante for this one. So we're going to give our predictions for who's going to win the match. It's going to be a little difficult because they haven't released the full card yet for All In. There's still some things to be announced yet. But this is the majority of the matches. I think there's about nine I think, I think
1: we might miss one or two matches, but we'll have enough at least to have a, a statistical evaluator. So exactly. we'll be able to say, you know, 70% correct, you know, is better than 60 or 50% correct. Exactly. And uh, it's going to
0: be <laughs> rough. So we went through a bunch of different ideas for what we could do for the loser of this prediction or for this pay-per-view. But we decided to land on this. Whoever gets the least amount of predictions correct, will have to do a gorilla tape wax on their armpit. So, we will basically take a strip of gorilla tape, put it on the loser's armpit, and then just yank it off, and whatever comes off, comes off. Um, I am not looking forward to this. I'm
1: I'm looking forward to waxing your armpit, but I'm definitely not looking forward... You know, I'm not a hairy man. I only have so much hair. See,
0: that's the thing we looked, we talked about as well, because John is... Dolphin like smooth. Dolphin smooth, pretty much. Me, on the other hand, I'm like a freaking... Big gorilla. Big gorilla. And so, this is going to suck so much for me if I lose this. I don't plan on losing it, because I fully intend on getting all my predictions right but this But the good
1: time. news for you fans is that... No matter who wins or who loses, you'll get to see it pain-free on our YouTube and TikTok channels. Uh, It'll be one of our first segments that we post uh, in the near future. So if you want to see grown men weep in pain, make sure to follow 5 Star Jobbers. Look for us on TikTok and YouTube. That's right. Well, anyway, let's get into our predictions, John. Let's do it, Cody.
0: All right. So in the zero hour, which is the beginning first hour of All In... We have the tag team match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships with Aussie Open defending the championships against Better
1: Than You, Bay Bay, with MJF and Adam Cole. Okay, so and i, I got to say this. So because of the stakes of this, if we have the same pick and there's a parlay opportunity, we're going to have to take the parlay opportunity as well. That way it really does differentiate the, the prediction uh, accuracy. So what I'm going to uh, say, yeah, answer, yeah, yeah. So elaborate for, a little bit. So for it. example, on this one, I'll go ahead and say, okay. So I believe Aussie Open will win this match. Yeah. I don't, I don't see better than you, Bebe, beating them for the tag titles because there's going to be a turn. That's what I believe. Yeah. Now the parlay here is who turns on who. Okay, I see what you got here. Yes. So
0: yeah, of course I'm going Aussie Open wins the match. Yep. I think that the turn is going to come from MJF.
1: Okay, I also... I think
0: just because with all of the backstage goings-on between Roderick Strong and the kingdom, I see them aligning With with MJF. Yeah. And turning. Okay, on Cole. so even
1: though we're parlay, we're actually right on the same track. So it doesn't really do anything. So we really do agree on this one. That was I, I thought that I was going to come out of left field with you on this one. No, I thought the exact same thing. Yeah, no, I see MJF is turning. Um, I don't know that I uh, that that part of the turn is going to come at zero hour. I think that part might come That'll during come the championship. Match. During the championship match. Um, but that's one hundred percent how I see it going. Is that MJF uh, is is going to turn, um, and it's going to he he's going to have the group with him. I agree. Um, I don't see I don't see Adam Cole winning. Truthfully, just I guess I'm going ahead and saying it. I don't see him winning either. Yeah, same. I, I mean, they have built this up to where like it's. I it's mean, a unless, fun ride. At this point if Adam wins, he's gone full heel. Exactly. And as much as I know Adam Cole is a believable very marketable heel, MJF is the bigger heel. Right. And MJF works better as well, a heel. Well, he works heel. better as a heel and also this it makes more sense for who they've created MJF's character to be. Right. Like if MJF, like MJF has done this over and over and over again, and so like there's that part of you that thinks, okay, maybe he's not going to turn. Maybe, maybe this is, you know, this is going to be the one time that he doesn't do the same thing over. But that's who he is. Exactly. And you know, he protects his character so much. Like it's not one of those, I go with the wind kind of characters. Like he has created his character and his character is an opportunist. His character is a backstabber. His character is, you know, what's the easiest way to get to where I need to go. Right. Um, you know, Adam Cole is a conniver, a manipulator. You know, you've seen it through ROH, through NXT. You know, he's pretty much only been a... F- well, I guess he was kind of heelish, maybe. But they, they they tried to bring him in as... Like, when they brought him in, they kind of tried to bring him in as, like, right. kind of a heel. But it really wasn't working just because everybody wanted to cheer for him. And, exactly.
0: Because and, they were just happy that Adam Cole was here. Was in there, AW. you know. But, yeah. I see, I see what you're saying. Yeah, MJF does... The best, like as a heel, because yeah. he knows how to draw genuine heat from the crowd, mm-hmm. and he does not. Like, he rarely breaks kayfabe. Yeah, so at, at all.
1: I think we both. I think we both see it going the same way. This is, you know, it's a MJF through um, through alliances will 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 turn. I think Adam. I think there's gonna be a double turn. I think there's gonna be they both were trying to turn each other, but I think MJF's gonna get the one up on him. You think so? Yeah, and I, like I said, that, that's 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 a partially formulated idea because I'm not really fully sure how Adam turns. Um, I mean, I know, see, what, that's I, the thing, I I know what I'd love well. to see, but I also know what's realistic. Right. And as much as I'd love to see Kyle O'Reilly or Bobby Fish or, um, I mean, even Roderick, you know, in The Kingdom, I just don't see that going that way. Right. Because um, I try to think about it in my head, like,
0: how would it work? if Adam Cole was to be the one to turn on MJF mm-hmm. instead of MJF turning on him. But, yeah, it's like you said, it just doesn't make sense. Because it's like, where do they go with the story from there? Yep. Is, does Adam become the heel and then MJF becomes the baby face? The baby face, loves? yeah. No, nobody loves to see MJF as the baby face. The, yeah. I mean, they love to hate him. Yeah, I
1: mean, he can get anything over as he is right now completely changing his character and like who he is like people like that he's working face because they know he's full of crap right like that's the shtick people aren't rooting for him as a face because they think he's an actual face it's they're playing along with the beat with the bull crap you know the the double clothesline is great because it's like it's what can we do that's the least teammate like the least cool thing we can do as a team right and then like uh, and then on, now you have the kangaroo kick. The kangaroo kick, yeah. He and say, <laughs> I say he's learned from the school of Jericho. Oh yeah. Just keep doing it and it will get over just by the very sake of just keep it on the fr- on the front of the the audience's mind and it will get over exactly. You know, like the list or anything else Jericho's done at MJF. If he does it and he just keeps doing it, the crowd will feed into it because they say. They like the heel MJF. Right. They're waiting for the turn. The whole the whole thing that the crowd's doing is they're interacting because they're just enjoying this story.
0: Exactly. It's been fun. It's created some hilarious segments. Oh, absolutely. But it's going to come to an end at All In. Yeah. So, that's for our prediction. Right, so we're, we're, we're
1: even on that one. Yeah. So Then we have... This is in no particular order. This is just yeah, no. what
0: I have pulled from match card. Oh, there's no way to know like, what
1: order it's going to be in at this point. Who's going to go first, last, middle. Um, the I only mean, thing I'm...
0: we're certain of is the, be- the first match and then the very last match.
1: Well, and they're both Adam Cole and MJF. Exactly. <laughs> so, next match we've got here
0: is the coffin match with Darby Allin and Sting versus A.R. Fox and Swerve Strickland. This, for me, just seems easy. This is Darby Allin and Sting all day. I
1: agree. I, I, I just see this as a, uh, you know, this is very much a Darby Allin match. Um, I don't think this is a Sting retirement match. No,
0: this is not that. I think at some point, not at all out in Chicago, I think we'll see Sting's retirement match at the next pay-per-view maybe.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 we're, I think we're, we're within... A twelve-month to eighteen-month period of Sting's retirement match. At this point, um, this isn't a retirement match, so this isn't a doing favors on the way out situation. Um, yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be Darby and Sting over on Swerve and uh, AR Fox. And also I'm I'm kind of a fan of the the AR Fox turn. Yeah, me too. Uh, I don't really think his character was really getting a whole lot of dimension or, you know, creativity. And so at least in here, you know, he's he's been more of an engaging character and he's a really super talented worker. So, I mean, him and Swerve Strickland, they make for a really talented group. Yeah. So, not to say that I'm super stoked with their How Creative Works for Strickland since he's been in AEW, but this is a really good team, and they could definitely have a really long good run. I mean, I don't know about the whole Mogul Embassy or Empire stuff. Yeah. But Strickland, they just need and, to pick a Strickland st- and AR Fox. The team I think could probably have a really long run yeah. as a really good tag team. They're just fantastic athletes. Absolutely. They just
0: need to pick a stable name and then get, stick with it yeah. instead of trying to go with either Gates of Agony. Then you have Mogul's uh, Embassy or whatever it is. Yeah. Swerve Associates, whatever they call themselves now.
1: Yeah, it, uh, it's, it, it, it doesn't really. It doesn't work. I, no, it I, doesn't. I get what they're trying to do, and I, I know that there was some success with Strickland's character. Um, you know, like it, it definitely was helpful for him when he went in, when he was in NXT, and you know when they joined whatever that group was with the uh, what's it called? Well, they're still they're still together now. They're just a jobber team on SmackDown.
0: Oh. um... Uh, yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. Oh, uh, Hit Row. Hit Row.
1: Yeah, you know, the Hit Row was a winner for him in NXT, and then when it was taken over to SmackDown, it was completely watered down crap.
0: Exactly. But
1: it's kind of like they're trying to do like a Hit Row thing, and it's just not working. Exactly. But uh, yeah, no, I see Darby, Darby and Sting all day. Uh, there'll be a coffin drop. Of course. There'll be multiple coffin drops. Coffin drop into the coffin. This will be a, yeah. This will be a high spot fest. You know, lots of. Lots of blood, lots of crazy, uh, you know, spots here and there, but it'll be entertaining. Oh, yeah, 100%. Now we've got Kenny
0: Omega, Hangman Adam Page, and Kota Ibushi in a three-way, or sorry, not three-way, in a six-man tag match against Konosuke Takeshita, Jay White, and Juice
1: Robinson. Uh, this one's not even worth talking about. Yeah, it's, exactly.
0: It, it's it's obvious. It's the gonna Golden be, Elite. Yeah, the Golden Elite has this match in the bag, calling it, there's there's nothing to even discuss about it really honestly, mm-hmm. it's clear cut. Then we have Samoa Joe versus CM Punk for the quote unquote real world championship. I of course this for me I see CM Punk winning this all day. Yeah no he question. he has to.
1: Um, at this point, you know, this is a, kind of one of those twofold matches. One, uh, I don't think this would have been the first plan for a CM Punk match. Right. But I don't think that the one that they really want to put together, uh, like I've said multiple times on this show, some little babies can't get over themselves and do business for good money. Agreed. So Kenny Omega is going to fight some little easy match against his buddies Juice and Jay and uh, Kanoska Takeshita. And let's see, who else is getting out? Uh, Scott for the Bucks we'll talk about that too cuz yeah. there's, there's some story there. Yep. Absolutely. I'm um, not going to bury the lead on that one, but uh, no, they they're, they're going to do their they're going to do their look at us run um and you know, we as the fans are going to miss out on really great storytelling opportunities and matches that have genuine heat for a great match. No, I'm not going to shake my leg at this, but it is what it is. CM Punk wins this match because not only is this not really the match that we should be getting, we should be getting CM Punk versus Kenny Omega. Um, hopefully they'll come to their center. We should be getting CM Punk Page. Uh, it's not happening. I think Kenny Omega has actually has actually tried to squash and has has been the you know, from what I've read, Kenny's been the most professional of everybody and has tried to, you know kind
0: of make amends, make with amends. CM Punk.
1: And I think that, you know, between Kenny and, and, and Phil, there's, there's probably a little bit more professionalism between those two, but, uh, obviously there's still no love loss between CM Punk and, uh, Hangman and the Bucks. Right. And they're, so they're, they're not doing anything. Uh, they're perfectly, uh, they need their safe spaces and their, um, you know, peanut free, uh, rooms because they are a bunch of snowflake babies, but, um. No, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe is going to be a great match. It'll be CM Punk Joe five, so Punk needs to win this because if you're going to have a, a six, you need to have it to the point where you know they they're going to get to to they have to have honestly to have a, a clear and defined winner. Like Joe still has the most wins, right? So if Punk, even if Punk wins this one, which he's going to win, it'll be CM Punk two Joe three. So they could have two more matches and have a best-of-seven series you know, in their entirety. But I, I just I, I, don't really see it going that way. Yeah, this is so. just, we're getting CM Punk. We're getting Samoa Joe. No one should be upset about that. But we all know what we could be getting if some little whiny babies could just sack up B-Men and make money. Exactly. Then we move on to Chris
0: Jericho versus Will Ospreay. See, I kind of went back and forth with this one just because I'm not really sure where they go from with this. But because Jericho needs the win, see, I thought about that, but I'm gonna go Ospreay in this one. Okay, I just think that you know because we're in London, I think you have Will Osprey in his home country. I don't see them giving the W W to Chris Jericho in this one. Just my personal opinion, just because. I don't see where they go from. I mean, I'm sure Sammy Guevara is going to come in and interfere in some way. I have shape, no form. idea.
1: I have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, and I 100% agree with you that they're in England. Will Osprey will. And I may, I'm, maybe I'm asking to get my, my my pits waxed on this one. I mean, but I'm st- you I'm, do you man.
0: <laughs> no, I'm,
1: but I I don't I, I you know what I'm old. I'm sur- I'm salty. I'm surly, and I I don't like bad psychology. And I don't like you know. Bad booking. And at the end of the day, like, Will Ospreay, the last match we saw Will Ospreay in, in the AEW world, he got the win over Kenny Omega in a brutal match. You know, wins a title. Jericho hadn't won anything recently other than one match with a baseball bat, you know, kicker. Right. Jericho's on his own now. If they're going to build something up, you know, him getting... Him, him losing at this is – where do you go from there? Right. Uh,
0: you know, he's going to sit there. But, I there. mean, it's like also where do you go from if Jericho wins? Like, do if you Jericho, have this grand reunion with no, the Jericho, if Jericho win? If,
1: Society? If, if, no, if Jericho wins, he he, he goes on his – he's he's fully face again. He's standing on his own. He can challenge a heel MJF for the title. He can still be getting chased by the Don Callis family because as of right now, it seems like the Don Callis family has Will Osprey, Aussie Open, uh, Kanosuke Takeshita. You know, not necessarily on every... They have Aussie Open now? Well, I, I mean, mean, yeah, did, I guess if, you know, I mean, they have Will go Ospreay. By, yeah, if you go by what's happened over the past you know, week or two, you know, they had Aussie Open come and attack. Uh, what was it? This is Adam Cole and MJF, What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adam Cole and MJF, and Don Callis was there with them. Um so the at the end of the day, I think Jericho wins this because they 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 need to have Jericho face at this point for the Don Callis family thing to work as a you know, an enemy of his. And if they want to, you know, maybe have Jericho go do one more attempted title run heel versus heel is never a good booking decision. Um, I don't know. It could very much go. Yeah. Will Ospreay's way. I just, will Ospreay is a, he, I think he, you know, he is a contributor to AEW, but he is a, you know, once every three or four months kind of guy. Whereas Jericho is on the show every week. And even though he's Jericho and he can afford to lose every match for the rest of his career, and he's still Chris Jericho, he's he's done quite a bit of jobbing over the course of 2023. I think he needs this win more than Will Osprey does. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm
0: I'm sure you're right on this, but I'm still gonna go Will Osprey. Yeah, almost. yeah.
1: Well, that's why we're betting. If we all agreed, there would be there would be no bet. Exactly. So, so. there we
0: go. We have one differing opinion on the matches here. So, so far, yeah. That's going to be the end-all, say-all for this. That's going to end up... Well, I don't know. There's another match where I think we might yeah, have a different opinion. Yeah, I guarantee
1: opinion. you we're going to have one or two others before we, we get to the end of this that we don't agree on. Right. Then we have the
0: Stadium Stampede match. Now, this one's kind of hard to predict just because it hasn't fully been booked as to who the BCC is going to be teaming with. But nonetheless, we have... Best friends, Lucha Brothers, and Eddie Kingston going up against the BCC and three individuals of their choosing.
1: And guys, I, I will tell you right here and now, I am going to fail you. So uh, you can forsake me if you will. I have been wrapping my, my, racking my brain day and night trying to think who could possibly be the mystery partners for the BCC. Same. And please DM us, like, comment, you know, let us know who you think because. I'll take any suggestions at this point. I have no idea who it's going to be. Like, I thought about maybe Santana or Ortiz. I thought I've sat there and thought about okay, who's who's been on the shelf for a while that might come back? Who's a free agent? I mean, like you know, who you know who's a big English star that that could come in? You know, uh, Dave Fenley. What's what's Dave Finley's David Fenley? Yeah, yeah, like David Finley. Um, you know, I'm thinking Zach Saber Jr. But. I don't really see any connection they would have with the BCC. so It it doesn't really – I really can't figure anything out right now. But what I will say is I love Best Friends. I love Orange Cassidy. I'm a big fan of the Lucha Brothers. And, you know, um, I I like Eddie Kingston. I'm not like a huge Eddie Kingston fan, but I like Eddie Kingston. Uh, BCC gets the win on this.
0: Absolutely, yeah. I mean – Whoever they get is gonna be super over in London or in England. Mystery that partner
1: general... teams always win.
0: Yeah, It's I... like wrestling one hundred and one. Exactly. Like who, if you have a mystery partner book, like, and maybe they'll announce it on Dynamite, but if they do, it's like you just completely killed the mystery of it all and yeah. the draw for people wanting to buy the pay-per-view. yeah. I don't.
1: I don't think they're gonna. Re- I don't know. T- I wouldn't. I don't think they should. If it was WWE, I'd say they would not reveal the mystery partners until the pay per view. Yeah, but. AEW, it's hard to predict with Tony because we very much could know by the end of Dynamite. He might wait, make us wait till the end of Collision. And they haven't really announced anything as far as
0: like who's going to be their mystery partner. So no, maybe they won't, or we don't know. Maybe I they hope they don't. It.
1: Yeah, I hope they don't advertise it at all. You know, I'm going to pay for the pay per view, so I'd very much like to. You know, like that makes me feel a little bit more. You know, you know, makes me feel like more of a lady when I get my money's worth. <laughs> oh gosh.
0: Y'all couldn't see it, but the just the gesture that he made whenever he did that, just I, I can't with you. But yeah, we give the win to the BCC on this one and whoever their mystery partners are. Yep. Now we have the AEW Tag Team title match featuring FTR, the champions, and the Young Bucks. Okay,
1: and I'm going to say this, going into this until the most recent Things that have happened, and we'll talk about that in a second. I was like, this is FTR all day, every day. Not even a question like FTR is retaining. But in light of recent events, if y'all aren't
0: aware. um, Mr.
1: Cash Wheeler. Yes.
0: uh, Got into a little altercation. A little altercation.
1: Yeah, there's not a whole lot of details, so we're not going to speculate. We're not going to past judgment or talk about things we don't know anything about. Simple facts of the matter is uh there there was some form of uh an assault charge or assault with a deadly weapon, assault with a with a with a firearm. Right. Not that any the firearm was shot. I think he did, that because I was, remember watching
0: the video of this on TikTok yeah, where he yeah, went the arraign, the arraignment, yeah.
1: Yeah. Or not sentencing yet yeah, for the arraignment. Yeah, the arraignment. Uh yeah, the, the no gun was fired. He just flashed it. Pretty but there much either head. either he hit some, either either it was included in the assault, like a pistol whip or, you know, or the fact that it was just merely present. Right. I don't know. We don't know. So I say like we're not going to speculate, but there is, there are legal charges going on right now. Uh, he is, he, he did get out on bail. Uh, to our knowledge and what's been reported as of this recording, uh, his passport has not been uh, taken. And it is being reported that he will be able to travel to the pay per view in Wembley, you know, in London. Um, but where it goes after, well, I say, where, where it's going to go with that, we, I have no idea. I mean, we have no idea what, what, what the situation is. Um, I don't know the person personally, so I can't give any. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to give any. You know, I'm not going to give any details on that. I mean, from what I saw from the arraignment video,
0: it seemed like everything was pretty much civil, like civilly handled. There was nothing. Oh, I mean, yeah, he was. There was no erratic behavior of anything. No. From what it seemed like, he didn't know who this person was. It was just some kind of, I, I would say, just a case of road rage that kind of got out of hand and things got crazy. I have no no idea. Like we said, we don't know the full story. We don't know what went on. All we know is what we've seen on video and what we've seen in the news. Yeah.
1: And, uh, you know, this is just how that thing, how that can affect booking. We'll talk in that. I would, I would normally say that this is going to be an FTR and I still kind of don't know that I don't think FTR is going to win. And I don't know that I'm going to let my leanings take away my armpit hair. Um, <laughs> I really like this one. I'm this. This is the one, like, listen, you would have asked me a week ago. I was at FTR all day, all day, every day. But if I'm a booker and I know I've got a guy who's got some legal stuff that's going on, if I if, if this was WWE, it'd be absolutely no question the titles are coming off of them and they're going to the Bucks, right? Because you know, WWE is a corporate company; they're they're publicly traded, um, whereas AEW is private. But I will say, Tony's been pretty good about stripping or removing titles when there's any optic issues. So I'm, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna make it on the. It's gonna be on the record and it probably is going to cost me a couple ounces of human pubis. Go for it. I'm going to say the
0: Bucks wins this one. See, and I'm going to to disagree with you on this one. I mean, I think just because of how civilly this has been handled, I think that this is not going to turn into something where the titles will be stripped from FTR. I think this is something that they can possibly work past or work through or work around. Like like I said, again, I don't know the full story. I don't know what's going on behind the scenes or what is going to come of this. But I'm going to give this to FDR. I think they'll still be able to hold the titles. I think they'll still be able to do what they've been doing. Because, I mean, yeah, you talk about the difference between WWE and AEW with how they handle these situations. Look at the Usos. Look at their track record. Yeah, the Usos had DUIs and
1: didn't get stripped of their
0: titles. Exactly. They had multiple DUIs, and they've still been tag team champions for however many years that they've been champions. So I think that this is just going to be kind of a slap on the wrist per se, just because of how everything was handled.
1: So I I'm going to give this to FTR. Yeah, you'll probably retain some uh, armpit here for that one. Uh, I FTR- just but hope there's so. well, there's just this part of me. I mean, like I said, I
0: yeah, as i a, what you're As talking. as
1: a booker, I just like for me, it, it it would never be a personal like oh you did something wrong because innocent. I, I'm very much of the innocent until proven guilty ilk, but at the same time. If I've got a company and i got somebody that I know is going to have legal proceedings here and there that they're going to have to be available for, that's not who I'm putting my titles are, on and sending, you know, around the United States day in and day out. Right. So,
0: but yeah, I, I, just with how everything's gone, that's just the way I see it. But like I said, we both could be wrong. Yep. It, it could be either way, but hopefully... I won't lose any armpit hair over that one. Then we have the women's Fatal 4-Way match where you have Soraya, Hikaru Shida, Britt Baker, and Tony Storm for the AEW Women's Championship. I think this is going to be another one where we have a little bit of a differing opinion. But for me, because of where we're at and because of where this is taking place, I don't see... Hikaru Shida or Britt Baker walking out of this with the championship. No, I I see either Soraya or Tony Storm. Then from there, it's like, okay, well, who do you go with at that point? But then I'm thinking because both of them are so over where they're at or where we're going to be at, I think this is going to go to Soraya.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, like, Tony Storm is going to be over there, of course, but Tony Storm's from. Yeah, she's from
0: Australia, but she's from Australia. Or yeah, she's at, from at, Auckland, New Zealand. Yeah, at, at, but at the same time, I think it's going to Soraya. Yeah, this, this is, is going to Soraya. This yeah.
1: is the feel. This is the feel good one right here. Exactly. Where the hometown girl raises the title up in the air. This is like Britt Baker in Bristburg, like
0: exactly. This is Soraya in London, like. Yeah, this is this is no doubt in anyone's mind. I hope that's how
1: it goes, but we'll see. Yeah, it's going to lead to some issues with the outcasts, which I don't like because I like the outcasts, but then again. Well, have, I don't know. I think that this could be kind
0: of a bonding with them because I think Ruby Wright is going to interfere at some point in this match.
1: Yeah, the question is, is, who does she interfere for? And like I said, there's going to be ramifications on that. There's going to be... Because if you go back and watch, uh, I don't know if it was Dynamite or Collision, where they interviewed Tony Storm. Maybe it was Collision. Yeah, it was Collision. And, uh, and you know, they asked her, like, what you know are you are you confident that Soraya is gonna have your back or is it you know, do you think she's gonna go into business for herself? And she said, you know, she's had my back since day one. So yes, th- yes. that that leads me to think that you know, there's gonna be some hostility if Soraya wins, you know, and Tony doesn't. Um, that doesn't mean that the group's gonna break up or anything like that, but I do see I do I see Soraya winning, and then I say, I think there's gonna be, Some fallout with the outcasts, and you know, hopefully that doesn't spell the end for that group because I like that group. Right. But there's definitely going to be some issue either either way because, you know, who who doesn't want to be champion? Exactly. In the words of the great Dusty Rhodes, if you're not in the business to be the champion, baby, what the hell are you here for? Exactly. (laughs) That's actually a pretty good impression. I mean, you wouldn't need to know how many hours I've spent in front of a mirror as a young child trying to sound like Dusty Rhodes. Oh. Actually, strike that from the record. <laughs> I've never done that. That never
0: happened. We have it on record. Can't take it back now. Crap. But now we have what I hope is going to be the main event. I hope... Because just the only reason why I say that is because I hope they don't pull some kind of crap where it's a quote-unquote double main event. Where you have the elite This is the
1: only main event.
0: I know, and that's what we said the last pay per view. Remember, but then we had to find out on pay per view that there's a double main event. MJF and uh, oh gosh, who did he? Well,
1: MJF and uh, the against. Four Pillars wasn't the main event, right. and it should have been the main event. Yeah, it the was. Main well, event it was, was a double main
0: event. The main event was the uh, it was it was a Stadium Stampede.
1: It was whatever stupid crap was, yeah. Anarchy in the arena. Anarchy in the arena yeah, with, with the elite and which all I don't really them. know what the difference between that and a stadium stampede is. Exactly. I feel um,
0: like I should have said it before. I feel like the stadium stampede match is probably going to last over two hours,
1: just because of how big really Wembley Stadium
0: is. I really hope it doesn't. Me too. But anyway, I digress. MJF versus Adam Cole, World Heavyweight Championship, e-
1: easy. MJF takes the win on this one. Yeah, I mean, as much as I want, I would like to see Adam Cole, and I say if Adam Cole is the one who turns, then he wins. But I think MJF is the one who turns. I think they both turn. I think they're both you know they were both screwing each other. But I think the difference is is I think Adam is going to expect that his friends are going to be on his side, and his friends swerve him. Yeah. And go with MJF. And that's how he loses. It's yeah, not agreed. because he trusted MJF, because he's stu- he would be stupid if he trusted MJF. Yeah, it's What's because MJF be turned is...
0: Roderick Strong and the Kingdom against Adam Cole.
1: Yep, that that's that's going to be the turn. Yep, um, we're very confident about it. So you know we're going to look really stupid if it doesn't happen that way.
0: Yeah, I agree. As long as I don't lose any armpit hair over this, I'm okay.
1: <sighs>
0: but anyway, that's our predictions, guys. Like I said, it's hard for us to know for certain just because there's there's for sure going to be more matches coming up. I don't know, and we'll how make many more. we'll make
1: predictions and then we'll talk about them on the next episode. So make sure to tune in. Exactly. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think they they've already announced that there's going to be at least one or two more episode, uh, two more matches announced on uh, Dynamite yeah. and or Collision before, yeah. and then we're all, gonna, we're all in see. itself is uh, start time. At uh, 12? Yes, 12 yeah.
0: Eastern. Uh, you know what so this, this is, is not
1: a late night pay-per-view like all the other AEW pay-per-views where you know, you're know you up till midnight or 1 o'clock watching. This one's going to start uh, when the sun is out and shiny and it'll be done uh, in time to get, uh, I mean.
0: I'd say probably in time to maybe get supper going and then enjoy the rest of the
1: night. You would say supper. So, sorry. Bama I'm a,
0: boy. Yeah, Bama boy here. I say supper.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm it's supper time. I come from that, I come from that uh, legion of uh, double-time t- double national champions. You know, them Georgia dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you know, hey, yeah, we're, we're, we're a wrestling podcast, but college football is coming up. So, That's if you'd true. like to hear uh, any conversation about college football, let us know. We'd love to talk about it, but we don't want to bore you if you're not interested in it. Exactly. And since we have such a following in Europe, I'm not really sure how much college football we should talk about.
0: Yeah, it probably wouldn't be very beneficial because I'm sure our – Belgium audience or Singapore audience or any of those. I should check and see how, how many more we've got downloaded. But yeah, Belgium I think is our still our number one audience. I
1: in- think the Singapore number is going to go up. I think Asian ladies find me quite attractive <laughs> <laughs> over the podcast waves. Oh my gosh. Not visually. Yeah. I mean, once we go visual, we're going to see a really significant decline. Yeah, that's going to be a decline in at female that that point. female viewership. <laughs> All right, John, you ready
0: for some reviews? What else is there? Let's do it. So, with everything that's going on in the wrestling world today, you've got the build-up for All In, and there's not much going on with WWE right now, except they're just building on storylines, getting ready for payback. So, Yeah. But this might shock you with my answer on this, but I give the win to WWE for this week. Just because, I mean, AEW's done a great job of building up for All In, and there's been some great segments on Dynamite with the... Uh, Outback segment with MJF and Adam Cole. Yeah, And then the, the collision matches with Darby Allin and Christian Cage. There were some good things with AEW, but Friday Night SmackDown impressed me this week with their matchups. I mean, mm-hmm. we had, of course, the 25-year celebration with Edge, where he faced Sheamus that night. That match that was, was a fantastic absolutely match. amazing. Yeah, And then I actually enjoyed the match with Austin Theory and LA Night. I know it didn't mm-hmm. really... Do a whole lot as far as storylines go, but just the match itself was yeah. very entertaining, very good. I'm more of a, I was
1: more of a big fan of the of the Street Profits OC match. Yeah, that match was I, really good too. Just because I'm really enjoying seeing the uh, the Street Profits for the first time ever, like work as heels. Yes, um, it's 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 really cool seeing how how they're changing things up a little bit. You know, because nobody ever changes things entirely when they go from face to heel, but you've got to change how you do certain things. And like, you know, you've got your hype moves that, that are crowd pleasers. And I always believe strongly, like as a heel, you should never do your crowd pleasing moves. No. Like you should tease them and then not do them. Exactly. Um, so I've, I've enjoyed watching them. and I'll, I'll, I'll admit I wasn't a really big fan of, of either uh, programs this week. Truth be told, um, just W like like I said last week, and I I fully believe it. WWE's kind of on autopilot right now. They're not they're not building anything fantastic, but they're not going to do anything terrible either. See, I would disagree on that. The, only th- the I will say the one thing they're building on pretty well,
0: and I think this is going to be the match for this week. Because I mean, we're co- recording this on Monday. We're going to find out more information about it tonight when we watch, when we watch Raw but the Intercontinental title match between Chad Gable and Gunther has been built up no, to Chad, where...
1: Chad's not winning.
0: See, I think that this could be the win for Chad Gable. I think he'll pull off the upset
1: win. If Chad Gable wins, it'll be because something crazy happens, like Jason Jordan comes and helps him out.
0: No, nah, I, I think this will be <laughs> like if Imperium tries to get involved and then Otis tries to, like takes them both out or Maxine does something to cause a distraction or whatever, but
1: i Honestly, I think Chad Gable will pull off the upset for this one. No, I'm, I'm saying the same thing that I said when we were picking for SummerSlam, and I was right then, too. Uh, Gunter, Gunter, Walter, whatever the hell we're going to call him, you're <laughs> going to call him Intercontinental Champion at the end of this evening because he's beating... Whose record is he beat Honky Tonk Man. He's beating Honky Tonk Man's record, and then he'll
0: lose. I mean, of the people to beat the record... Gunther would be the most viable and the most believable one yeah. to surpass but, that but
1: record. G- Gable's going to come close. Gable's going to come with two and seven eighths, but not three. Gable's gonna. It's going to be a great match. It's going to be fantastic. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to enjoy it. But I'm I just not... really hope they do it justice. With all oh, the, I think will be great. With all the build that they put towards it, I really hope that they Alpha it to the Academy hype. will be involved. Imperium will be involved. There will be many close finishes, but at the end of the day, I'm 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 saying right here now, Gunther is still going to be Intercontinental Champion. Um, it'll be great though. I mean, let's say it'll be a great match, but it's I don't see the title coming off. But you know, going back to like let's say last week in reviews, um, yeah, like, I'm not saying anything's bad. I'm just saying like they're on cruise control, and for WWE on cruise control is there's not a problem with that. They're just they're on cruise control. But honestly, this week's cruise control, I'm going to agree with you. I think made for a better overall pro- product whereas Collision um, Collision was good this week but it's kind of hard to overcome the Texas chainsaw massacre death match crap see and people will probably And hate I me love for this. Jeff Jarrett and I love Jeff Hardy but neither one of them needs to be doing a death match at this point in their careers no. and also a death match and I'm a stickler for the rules we've we've established this Yes a death match cannot have a pinfall. No, by like the very definition of a death match, it needs to be uh, your opponent is incapacitated. It's Therefore, like, not able to answer
0: the count of ten. It's like why don't you just introduce street fight matches in AEW because they've never had one where it's been tagged as a street fight. Well, like, I mean, just, yeah,
1: we've got stadium stampede. Yeah, stadium we've stampede, got anarchy in the arena. You've got Texas chainsaw death match massacre, whatever the hell you want to call it. Heck, sorry, my bad. Ooh, Naughty Boy. It's, it's okay. Um, <laughs> um, it, it's, it's a street fight. It's, yeah, that's, it's a st- that's all it was. If you looks. can win I'm by pinfall, then, then it's a street fight. It's not a death match. Death matches are death matches. Right. Death matches are... You don't literally die to lose a match. You don't match. die to you, lose a match. We're not talking about Kickboxer with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Exactly. That's not a curse. That's a guy's name. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It's not, you know, it, you it's point. not a fight to the death. No, but it's a fight to, your, to into which your opponent is incapacitated. They cannot answer a count of ten. That's a death match. That's what Mick Foley was in. That's what Terry Funk was in. That's what uh, old Nick Gage is in. Like, death match is a death match. This was right. not a death match. This was a really stupid sponsored <laughs> sponsored spot match with two guys who can't even do spots anymore because their bump cards full. I'm not giving them any crap. I'm not ever gonna say a negative word about Jeff Jarrett or Jeff Hardy. They're fantastic. Their contributions to the business are invaluable. The bump card is full, though. Yes. Watching them wrestle was painful. It was well, because they were they in weren't so even, much pain. It wasn't
0: even wrestling at that point. Yeah. It was just going through the arena, like doing all this, like trying to make a match into a. fine Well,
1: they were trying to make something entertaining, but they're both older. Like they don't have. The they don't say they don't have the, the body of you know of a Darby Allen, you know, who I think Darby may be 30, maybe 30. Like,
0: I, I'm not gonna guess at
1: this. Point I, don't because know, because they, both, I don't know, I don't know, he's much wife. younger than Jeff and Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy and Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I'm not like, gonna
0: guess anybody's age. Both me and my wife were shocked to
1: find out that Andrew Garfield was 40, hmm. that I believe, but uh, really. Well, yeah, because I knew he's older than me, and I'm I'm not forty, but I'm close. See, I didn't think, but like, he doesn't look forty to me. But anyway, You do not know. I mean, he's beautiful, man. Um, <laughs> but those guys, they don't need to be taking bumps. No,
0: like, like I mean, it's like, evident because when you see Jeff Hardy try to do the whisper in the wind, it takes him so much more time. To get up to the top turnbuckle. Watching Jeff
1: Hardy whisper in the wind used to be a lightning-fast thing. Nowadays, it's like watching an indie wrestler try to do some kind of a top rope arm drag.
0: Right, and then it's the like, like, let let, let me hop on the
1: second rope and the third rope, then the second rope and the, the third rope, then think about it for a couple minutes while I'm hopping back and forth, and then fall. Right. No, like Jeff Hardy, like every everything that requires him getting up on the top turnbuckle and jumping, there's a hesitation. There's a okay, let me brace myself for this. Watching him do the swanton nowadays is painful to watch. It used to be a very fluid, very like, you know, graceful looking finish. Right. And, you know, good for him that he's putting most of the bump on the other on the other wrestler who's taking it now. But like you watch it and it's like a straight just thud. Like it it does at this point, it I'm never gonna not want to watch these guys wrestle because I have so much respect for them. But I don't want to watch these guys wrestle anymore. Right. I I want to watch them not kill themselves. Uh, And at this, that 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 Texas stuff was just it was hokey. It was dumb. Um, I'm not. I wasn't a fan of it. And then the rest of the card was okay. But like I said, there was there was really nothing great. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'll give I'll give WWE this one because at least. They didn't have a match that just, for all intents and purposes, did not need to be on the card at all. Agreed. Um, And then, you know, Golden Vampires. (laughs) Scary. Yeah. You know, I saw saw CM Punk's bulge.
0: Ugh. Ugh. We don't want to see see CM Camel Toe ever
1: again. Well, my guess is that when he goes to bed with that bulge, AJ Lee tells him to go to sleep. (laughs) Well, anyway, guys, those are our reviews, and that's our
0: episode for today. Thank you so much for listening. Like I said before, go check us out on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and our email. And as always, keep it five stars.